Welcome to episode number 92 of the Keep Up Podcast. Where we're the number one distributor of elephant spaghetti. My favorite of recent times. <laughs> Are you curious what elephant spaghetti is? I'm quite, yes. Well, yeah, so you know um, elephants. I'm familiar. And you know spaghetti? Also heard of that, yeah. Elephant spaghetti, there really? you are. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was really, it took me a while to actually, you know, make it, but it's under the keep up name now, so. You made it. Myself, yeah. And we, all, that's a thing that we put out. Number one distributor. Number one distributor, you just mm-hmm. said that. Yeah. I was proud to announce it. I am proud of you. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of us. Yeah. I'm proud of what we've done here. Took us a long time. Oh, God. Oh, elephant spaghetti. But we've only sold two, so, you know, that's kind of... But number one distributor. Two, right. is it uh, per noodle, or is it like a box? <laughs> it's per, per, per pure... Pure noodle. Pure noodle. Elephant spaghetti. Pure noodle. <laughs> That's what it says on the side of the box. And then the other side, it says little pizza hats. Little pizza hats. No one knows what that means. Oh, dude. <laughs> I can't. We can't even go into that. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. No, uh, elephant spaghetti is, um, you know, those little shapes that are in pasta, like kids pasta. You know, you get like Ninja Turtle pasta yeah. soup yeah, yeah. or whatever. Uh, it's not that. It's nothing like that. Okay. It's uh, elephant tusks that are uh, wrung out to go in spaghetti style. I don't things. know what's real anymore. It's Tim, <laughs> what are we? <laughs> We're actually going to be taken down in two weeks, but, Dude, you know. Insane. What, so that went all over the place, didn't it? So tusks. That tusk are, pasta. Yeah, that you, you know, you know how you kind of do that with a meat grinder, the yes. little, the crank. Yeah, the you crank, crank. The, crank the meat. Well, now you're cranking the tusk. You crank the tusk. Yeah, and you get. And then does it come out in shapes or are you just making it? No, I was just saying it wasn't anything like that. <laughs> Bless you, child. I've been super sneezy lately. It's the weather. Once it changes. I think it's the cat. You've been here for like 10 seconds. And that's all it takes, baby. <laughs> I guess that's all it takes. That's it. How many mints have you ever eaten in your life? One. Total? <laughs> I meant all at once, but my mind was just life. And probably usually a twofer. Okay. The most I've ever done, um, uh, maybe three. And that's pretty intense, depending on the depends, type. Ten, de- yeah, hey, Nintendo, the, the Depends type. on the mints. Yes. The Nintendo mints. Well, I just had 40, and I'm very upset. Yeah, you dumped a whole thing of Altoids in your mouth. It was for comedy. They're like the winter green, or like... Yeah, pe- they're not like... They're not the... Terrible oh, they're peppermints. Ones. Yeah. Do you flavor. remember when like Altoids first came out and it was like you like you put it in your face and it would hurt? Yeah, I do remember that. Remember those. that? Yeah, yeah. Is it are they still like that? Is that just because they were like they were like the world's strongest mints? Yeah, because these are like little tiny baby pellets. Little and, baby pellets. And real Altoids, when you get them, are like it's almost like medical how much mint is in it. <laughs> it's like a, a medical dose. <laughs> yeah, it's you take a it you're like, of mint. Whoo! I oh, feel yeah. fresh. It's like when uh Remember when Warheads were like, it was like... Good. Put, yeah. Yeah. Do they still make like the standard Warhead? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they're... I feel like over time, either our taste buds oh. change or they change. My mouth is literally watering thinking about thinking them. Thinking about it? Like it burns my cheeks. Right. More so thinking about... Remember it was a thing like put 10 in your mouth mm-hmm. and see... Oh, it makes you many, bleed. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> I could... Uh, sour? Yeah. Me and Sour don't get along. I gag You don't really. like sour? Mm, I Dude, can't do it. I, can, I like it a sour. I can have one sour thing, whatever it is, but I can't like multiply it. You can't stack them. Yeah. Tim, 
Yeah. Welcome to the Keep Up. Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad it's I'm great here. Great to have you. Yeah. Dude, 92. I, I, you know, as a guest host, I'm really surprised I'm on this many episodes. Listen. Mm-hmm. Longest running guest on the show. I really, yeah, so. and it's you know, uh, I'm I'm proud to say that uh, you know you couldn't find anybody else, so couldn't do it. That's why I'm proud to say it. Could not tried, mm-hmm. failed, but here we are. We here did we have are. alternate guests, alternate guests, yeah, like a third one, a third one, but just to pick up some of the slack, right? Exactly, right? Because there are some weeks that I was like half here, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like only half of me. Sometimes can make you it. only need half, uh, half, yeah. You know what I mean? Usually the top half. The bottom half isn't very good for podcasting. No, it's not. Uh, no. It's something of a distraction, mm-hmm. actually. Um, do you think we have any first-timers? Listening right now? On the air. I, I don't think anybody <laughs> in their life would ever start at 92 of anything. Calling in right now, <laughs> live on the air. It's you, lucky number listener, 592. Hey, guys. It's, it's just me, guys. I'm it's, just kidding. <laughs> it's just me. Oh, uh, <laughs> ooh, I thought I had to talk to a Woo! real person. Um... Where are we going? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Wait. Listen. Yes. You don't think anybody would ever start on 92? Yeah, I don't I don't think that's a number like I would not start on the 92nd episode of a show. Uh-huh. I would not start on the 92nd movie. I would not eat a 92nd Dorito. The 92nd movie? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I think the longest movie series is James Bond and that's like 20 something. Cool. I'm just so there's saying. no 92nd movie. I'm just saying, things in life, you do not start at 92, just generally. Be, aren't there directors out there with like that amount of films? Like yeah, but they didn't Samurai start at 92. No, I know they did. Oh, okay. but you're saying I'm if you're... D- all right. I get I'm, it. All right. If you watch I'm, the listen, Tarantino collection, you're watching 92 movies. No. Okay. We're at 10 or 9, depending. But we're talking consumption. I would start at 92. Where? What if you went to the Keep Up podcast yep for example uh-huh and the last one posted was 92 you would in the title mm-hmm. was the stuff that's in the title of uh-huh. this episode i see so you're more you think people are more willing to just go for the content i don't know yeah i guess there's no like continuity they Seeing don't it's a possibility i'm just saying you're true like I, I guess i don't go back and listen to the very first podcast but i wouldn't start at the newest one podcast is actually maybe one of the only mediums that i will start with the newest one if i like it i'll go back to the first one okay fair yeah. enough yeah i guess you need that test that i gotta know test the waters i gotta know where you're at now mm-hmm. that's it yeah unless it's only like 10 episodes i'll just start at number one yeah because it's not going to be that different by the 10th episode right unless you put out one episode a year i would say ours is pretty vast different think so i would hope so yeah you know maybe even the way we talk it just feels more casual and more maybe but i do think we were pretty good on like uh, better like it's not hard for me to listen to our first episode it's no. not like cringy i think the only thing is the quality quality is not rough. is not good but as far as i mean and we're just talking about ourselves here but um i felt like we did all right at the yeah. beginning i did too mm-hmm. um listen guys thanks for the kind words, mm-hmm. and I'm glad you guys enjoyed episode number one and have been <laughs> with us ever since. I really, you know, it's it's a testament to you guys that we're still doing this. This is one of those, like, intros to a podcast that I barely remember anything we just talked about, <laughs> and I'm a little nervous to, like, listen to No, it's to going it. to be a good one. I okay, think it, fl- good. It, it was flowing well, yep. and then you pointed it out, and you killed it. I'm not pointing anything out. I'm just saying sometimes we get to the point where we're about to transition into something else, mm-hmm. and I realize I can't remember anything we talked about. <laughs> So I'll find out tomorrow. Right. When, when, you, when you edit. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. it. But speaking of things. Sonic music.
Wow, an early one. Came in with a little spice. Unbelievable. Yeah, I thought I'd I thought I'd give you one right off the bat. Okay. Eight minutes in, remember that. Eight minutes in. I probably will remember yeah, that, okay. actually. Uh, we need to go somewhere I haven't been for a hot minute. Yeah, this is your special category. This I, is it. I rarely use it. because This is just for me and my obsessive compulsive disorder. Hey, that's fine. I want you to correct both of us. Here we go into uh, re- re- Reflections. To reflect. Ah. Ah. So Tim, I've had you. Uh, I have had you uh, 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 baited on this one. Yes, for a little while now. It was it was torture. So uh, we share notes on on our i devices, our yes. smart i devices. Wow, Tim, smartphones that uh, start with i and mm. end with e. Um, <laughs> anyways, we share notes, and Brett posted posted in the notes. Uh, Reflections. Yeah, I messed up big time in yeah. ninety in podcast ninety. Yeah, it's a huge mistake. So I asked him, and he was like, "Nope, you got to wait for the podcast." Mm-hmm. And here we are, ten years later. So we recorded ninety. That would have been at least three weeks ago, right? That we recorded it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just I was editing it, and uh, no, it was after I posted it that I realized this is. Maybe an unforgivable mistake. Oh, I'm scared. And it, I posted it, and I was like, I could go back and edit it, but it might be, what if I edit it and something goes wrong when I go to post it again? Then I got to listen to the whole thing again, you know? Because um, so, when you go in and edit, anything could happen. You know what I mean? You could hit a space bar when you shouldn't be hitting a space bar. the whole thing. Everything's gone. Mm-hmm. So I'm honestly embarrassed to even talk about it because I don't know if people are going to be upset about it. Or but like, I mean, you've left it out of the open for two weeks. That's now. the thing; it's out there, and I Three don't weeks. know. Like, I honestly, there's a chance that you're not going to want to like hear it, or you're going to want me to delete it or something. <laughs> like, it's pretty bad. Okay, is it a fart? Ah, no. You know, I like highlight those and turn them <laughs> up. <laughs> Max volume. <laughs> um. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Probably nothing. You're probably just torturing me for nothing. I forgot to put in Sonic music. (gasps) Well, that's the end of the podcast. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. How could you forget? I forgot, dude. That's something you retroactively go back and fix. I was I was gonna. Uh-huh. But I was thinking about it and I was like, no, this is one of those situations Uh -uh. where if I open the project Uh and I go in and move stuff around to add the sonic music, uh-huh. and then I export it again, yep. and then I upload it again. Uh-huh. Something's gonna go wrong. Nope, it's sonic music. It only makes the podcast better. I mean, that's up to the audience to decide. I think everybody unanimously agrees. Sonic music is the only reason they come to the podcast. Well, don't they- come to episode number ninety, folks. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's so upsetting. Although I do have to say, I did just kind of throw it on you. As a because it's something you didn't do for a while, and yeah. then you kind of had to do it because I stopped doing the video, but kept saying Sonic music, kept bringing it up. You it was son of a gun, you know, people are looking forward to it. So, I want you to know mm-hmm. that when you're listening to episode 90, yeah, and Tim yells Sonic music, mm-hmm. and I completely just get awkwardly silent for a minute, <laughs> I forgot, and that's 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 the now the, the good pigeon. news is you make what? That's the pigeon. <laughs> that's, you never and heard that's, that. And that's the pigeon. That's the pigeon. <sighs> you know. Uh, but I also a I, but a but. I believe I've also missed Sonic music before in the videos. I think so. I don't know. 
Because I think I did two in one episode to make up for the lack of one in the last. I forgot I to do say it. Yeah, you've forgotten to say it. Right. But that just means I won that round. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't have to put one in. Right. I forgot. Yeah, but that was when I was doing videos, so it was fine. Uh, Tim, shut up. So, I see. So, you failed me. I did. And the people, really. I let us all down. <sighs> that wasn't worth the wait, honestly. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't, that's, that's, it's upsetting. It's for been sure. fun for me to keep you waiting for that long for me to tell you that. Someone laughed at my face, I bet. Yeah, I got some laughing going on in my story right now. Yeah. That's because I'm a winner, bro. <laughs> when you win, I lose. Uh, that's Brody. <laughs> is it? He attacks the door upstairs until he can be let down. Dude, that scared me a lot. It's really scary because it sounds like a monster trying to come downstairs. The dog just tried to break down one of the doors, <laughs> and it, I'm uncomfortable. He'll be doing it again at some random point because he puts <sighs> all of his weight on it to close the door because he knows it alerts me to come and get him, which is stupid. He's training me. Um <laughs> But it's great. <laughs> it's terrible. But he'll sit there and scratch and scratch and scratch wow. until I open it. Um, so I will go open it in a second. But any other reflections? No, that's there, it. There was okay. Was um, I feel like I'm perfect in every podcast, as I always say. So, okay, fair yeah. enough. Although I did mess up big time with Afro Samurai, but <clears throat> let's worry about that. Oh yeah, that was a yeah. good one. Uh, hey, I corrected myself you, on uh, the yeah, podcast. Yeah, in the moment. Yeah, yeah, you looked it up. See, that's that's the problem with your brain is you you think things are real and then you look it up and you're like, oh, they're not real. That is a problem with the brain mm-hmm. when that happens. Speaking of dumb brains, yeah, let's go to stupid questions. Okay. Stupid questions with Uncle Stupid question time. Here we are. <clears throat> Although this time it's more of a stupid scenario. Okay. So I won't do my usual saying. Right. Because it's not a stupid question. Right. All right. What do we got? This man walks up to you and he's like, hey, Brett, you're looking good. Yep. How do you respond? Thanks, man. Cool. That's nice. Anyways, that's not the question. That's just, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm really getting you into the moment, you know? <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> I want you to be there. Really building the tension. Okay. So this guy offers you. Same he, guy. Same guy. Same okay. guy. Said I look He's great. like, yeah. Okay. You know, he's like, hey, Brett. So I have this, this cloning machine and I can clone anything in the world. Yeah. Uh, uh, and for you, I can clone any object, any number of objects three times. Okay. Any, any object you want. The only unfortunate thing is I had to keep this object for five years while I figure out the cloning technology. So, whatever you give me, I'll give you three of back. Yeah, in five years. In five years. And you cannot use that item anywhere else in your life. So For those five years. For those five years. So, let's say you give up a microwave. You can't use a microwave for five years. But after those five years, he'll give you three microwaves. Okay. What are some objects you would give him? Can I buy another one of these things? No. You can't use it at all. Yeah, it's a part of the cloning technology. I know, it's kind of an interesting idea. You know, it's got to be something you can't live, or you can live without. But then, like, you could think, like, money, for instance. You can give them $1,000. But then you can't use money for five years. So then you, you could think more of items. You'd be like, oh, I'll give you a car and I'll get three cards back. But then you can't use a car for five years. Is there like a sweet item you think that would, that you could like give up? I mean, you had to own it physically. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going to go take this precious gem from okay from the pants lord. Right. You can't get a precious gem from the <laughs> pants lord. Um, well, if that's out of the question. Yes. 
<sighs> what I would do... And feel free at home, listeners, to think of stuff as well. I thought this would be fun for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would... And it could be any number of items. If you want hats, you can give them three. You'll get three hats. I would purchase something. Mm-hmm. I would invest in something rare and expensive. That you don't need. That I don't need, and I would give it to him. And then he would make three of them. So, but here's the hard thing. The first two things that come to mind mm-hmm. are a particular pair of shoes that I know <laughs> sell for a lot. Of course. Which means I can't use shoes for five years. Oh, yeah, because it's shoes specifically. And a video game that I know sells for a lot, which means I can't play video games for oh, five years. That's a fate worse than death. Yeah, well, you get three coupons, it'd be, <laughs> it'd be like, well. But then I would sell them. Right, but is it worth like the thousand dollars? Those ones, no. But there are scenarios where you could like do. But that's the only thing I can think of that would be beneficial. Mm -hmm. There's not really anything. I can't think of anything that I want cloned. Like, would you go as far as a house? You could get three houses, but you can't live in a house for three years. Like you can. So, like, what? What's the biggest item you can get rid of that you think you can live without? Not living in a house. So, I see, I, my mind immediately went to what would be beneficial in five years because it's mm-hmm. like an investment. Right. So, a house actually makes a decent amount of sense because say you want to start getting into real estate, mm-hmm. starting by owning three houses, pretty serious deal. It's but pretty good. Not being able to use a house for five years. That's a long time. I would do a house. I think you just gave me my answer. Really? It was a house? Yeah. That, that one came to mind first, but I was like, man, I don't know. Because like... I guess you can get away with living in like a hotel because it's technically not a house. Or a van. I'll just buy a van. Yeah, a van or a tent, maybe. Like, it's just not, not living in a tent, Tim. All right. For five years in New England. Because a van makes more sense. Than a tent in New England? You got a family. <laughs> Why would a tent make more sense? Because you can get one of those heated, very nice tents. But you can't move it. Why can't you? Because once. Yeah. I hate this question. <laughs> So you would do a house. You think a house would be... That's the only thing beneficial I can think of. Mm-hmm. A house. Because, yeah, like anything I can think of that I... That or, like I said, if you can find something really rare mm-hmm. that you can invest in and say, all right, if I have three of these in five years, it's going to be worth the wait. Right. You would go that route. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But right. a building of some sort is a good call. Yeah. Because then, like, you... I mean, you'd have to own the house in the first place. Though. Right. So you'd have to buy a house. So you have to buy the house and then give it away immediately for three, five years. Yeah, five years to get three of them. What would you do? Well, for me, it's kind of easy. Car. I'd buy a car and then get a clone. Why? Because I don't drive. Exactly. So why do you care about having three cars? Because I can sell them. Get me some moolah. Although that means I can't use Uber. But I'll, uh, I'll find a way. No, you won't. <laughs> No, you will not find no, a way. It would be difficult to get to school, that's for sure. It would be difficult to get anywhere. Well, yeah, but, I mean... All you can do is go get pizza. <laughs> no, I get it delivered to me. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And my, my job's not that far away. I could hike. I mean, it's like a mile and a half. Or five. I don't know. How it's do, not how, a mile and a half. <laughs> how far? It's like three miles. I will ask... Siri? Let me ask. Let me see here. Um, yeah, but a car makes sense. I guess. Um, there's honestly not... Like, I could go as far as maybe, like... But then, what is that? Like, if I do a collector's edition of a game, let's say. Three miles. Three, yeah, that's not bad. 
I mean, it sucks, but I haven't walked it yet. I've walked, I've walked that much in uh, London for sure. Just, okay, we're not in London, Tim. Oh, I'm sorry. Is the air different? You're talking about going to your work at like, what, 7.30 and then walking home at 1 a.m.? <laughs> okay. Yeah. That might be a little sketchy, but, you know, I could get a scooter. Me me. Oh, okay. You could do that. Yeah. All right. Scoots. Mine's a house. Here's a scooter. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, here. I have three scooters. Yeah, just be stupid stuff. Or that wait, I don't no use. A car. <laughs> so I was like, sure, I'm confused by this question. <laughs> I know it was a little complicated, but I thought it would be fun to think about it and to see you go as far as a house. That's interesting. I think that's that would be worth it. Yeah, or a building of some sort. Yeah, that's I mean, the other reason it might be beneficial to do a house. <laughs> Bless you. Is uh, Bless you, counter. I think that was the th- third one. Third sneeze. Know. I'm gonna throw up. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that's the reason. For the Another reason to have like multiple buildings, I could have tar. like a. I'll get a Caesar. <laughs> Four, bless you. I don't know. There's reasons I can think of or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you don't want to get through that sentence if you keep sneezing. I gotta go blow my nose. Um. Yeah, that was my stupid um, scenario this week. Stupid scenario. House and I do car. What would you guys pick? Leave a comment somewhere. In the comments. <laughs> In the comments section. <laughs> Uh, now what? Um, I believe movies is next, right? I think so, yeah. All right, let's do it. Ooh, ooh, let's go to the movies. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I feel like garbage right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a quick transition. Twenty minutes in, and uh, breath dead already. Dude, it's the worst. So annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so you, so the podcast is going well. I just I, asked Tim how the <laughs> podcast is going. I think it's I going know. it's going well. I think you had a strong beginning. You answered my stupid question. Nice. Well. Well, let's keep it going then, Tim. That's what I'm trying. Don't let me drag us down. All okay, right, dragon. Mm, dragon. Yes. Oh, dude. Here's the thing about dragons. Dragons uh-huh. are sick. So we're in movies. Yes. What do we want to talk about? Uh, you have a certain movie that is not related to dragons, but kind of close. Do we want to do that one today, though? Oh, we don't have to, actually. Yeah, let's do let's do that scary one. All right. Yeah. We only have the one scary one, right? Uh well oh, then the you other saw, one. You saw another one. We talking about that one today? Uh no. Welcome to the vague cast where we <laughs> vaguely discuss movies we may or may not discuss. All right, let's do the big one. The big one. The big one. Yes. Again, we have seen a movie together. I think we've been really good about it recently. We've been great about it, Tim. Mm-hmm. It's been really great catching up. Yes. With the keep up. With the keep up, boop bop, boo doo doo doo. We saw a movie. Uh, it's 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 called it. Chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> Sick intro, Tim. There it is. Um, yeah, oh, we thanks. saw it. Chapter two. Mm-hmm. Uh, sequel to the wonderful remake of uh, Stephen King's It. Yes. I thought the first one was great. It was excellent. Thought it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what we just keep repeating? We, yeah. Ex- yeah. Excellent. Thought yes. it was great. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, one of my favorite things about it is... Um, now, here's the thing. I've never read the book, so full disclosure on that. Have mm-hmm. you ever read the book? I've skimmed it. You have? Yeah, but so not... Uh, I wouldn't say I've Enough read to, it. like, have any reference? Nah, not enough. Not really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, what I really liked about the first one mm-hmm. is they really established that... Um, they it, it it can do anything so mm-hmm. they use that to just create these scenes of like creepiness or the monster manifests in all these different ways there aren't mm-hmm. really any rules that's the best thing i think about the creature is yeah. that 
you can get like 10 different horror monsters squeezed into this movie because right. it's like the imagination of the characters. And sure, they're going off the book, but I think there's a lot of creative freedom with how these monsters are designed and everything. Yeah. Um, and it's not like they do have the main Pennywise, the clown, mm. which is a terrifying creature yeah. to begin with. I mean, it's a clown. It's like a human-like clown, but he can do so many terrifying things. But the fact that they can keep jumping around and kind of make you second guess, like, okay, is Pennywise going to come out of that hallway or is it going to be like uh, the nun, or not else. the nun, the... Uh, what was it? There was like the, oh, in the first one. In the first one, it was like the painted lady. Was it a nun? She might have been a nun because it was part of the 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 painted lady was one of my favorite parts of the yeah. First she one. was like looked was demented, so but yeah, yeah, you could never guess what was coming. And I think that theme really continued on in the second one. Yes, um, I think there were definitely a lot of creatures. I don't think as much as the first one. Yeah, I couldn't really remember because they. I mean, they're both they're both really long movies. Yeah, um, this one clocked in at what like two forty three or something like that. Yeah, I believe it's the longest horror movie. Ever really? Uh huh. Well, wasn't, wasn't the first one that too? Like no. the first one was shorter. It was like two hours or something. Was that only two? And the original movie was a TV mini series. So yeah. you could sit and watch it, and it's like five hours or whatever. Right. But it's two parts technically. Yeah. yeah. So I mean that that's the part that I I really don't have to reference is how much of the book it establishes that it manifests in all these different ways. But that's mm-hmm. what I really like about it. If you can get yourself to a place. Especially in a horror movie where, like I said, there aren't really strict rules on mm-hmm. how the monster and the scary moments manifest. You can do so many different things without having to worry about like the continuity of the creature or anything like that. Right. You, you know don't have I mean? to follow, like you were saying, rules. There's no like, yeah. you know, you could stab one of the other monsters, but it won't matter because it's not like it's a right. Real... It's all, it almost feels like episodic, like mm-hmm. or d- it, it's almost it's kind of like um, scary stories to tell in the dark, where right. it's like almost anthology feeling, but it's all one story because Mm -hmm. you have these just isolated incidents of like really scary things happening. And I thought that was really cool. This happens like partway through the movie where all the characters split up and they go kind of on their own like scenarios, their own quests, if you will. Um, And it kind of, it feels like a a scary stories to tell, tell. (laughs) scary stories to tell in the dark Um, because I know in my head it sounded different, but anyways, uh, (laughs) it was that where it's like they were all their own separated episodes. Like you get to kind of enjoy, it's like, okay, this character's going off and oh, who's that monster? Oh, it's Mm. a giant naked old lady. And you're like, that's horrifying. (laughs) And and, uh, so I thought they did a really good job and I felt like the time, while it may make a lot of people not want to see the movie because mm-hmm. it's so long. I think it certainly helped it in the end, you know, you do okay. like giving all these characters a lot of time to breathe and like, sure. cause now we have to get readjusted to, to their adult versions. Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of cool to see them like go back and forth between them as kids and them as adults. And it's like, Oh yeah, this character is this character and he's got the same issue. So uh, I thought it was really cool. Like I, I it's iffy when movies are long cause sometimes they just drag on. Um, sure. But like I said, I think in this case, it was just perfect. So I will agree and disagree in some rights. Mm-hmm. I don't think the movie dragged on. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I remained interested. Yep. I do think certain plot points and I won't I won't get spoilery here, mm-hmm. but um, like, for instance, the the point in the movie we were talking about, they all separate. Yep. I like that that happened. Mm-hmm. I don't really like the vagary around why they had to. Like, basically, a character just says, we all have to go do these things individually. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when he uses words like tokens, like, we all, we each need to find the... Like, it sounded like a video own. game, almost. Yeah, yeah. In, in a way. And it's like, I get you need a reason, or do you? I mean, maybe you need a reason... 
to isolate the characters to kind of build the scenario we're talking about where you're bouncing from character to character and getting their own individual story. I do love that. Mm -hmm. I've always thought that was kind of a cool trope. Like when you split split people up in a movie for the sake of giving them each their own little piece of the story. Yep. In this one, though, I feel like, like, what was the point? Like, why, why did they have to do that thing? And I don't know that it was, like, explained or really put out in the foreground, like, why they had to do that. It was just, this is what we have to do. Yeah, I, no, I agree with you. It was definitely a moment where uh, there was no reason other than just to set up that and story even, moment. Right, and it even felt like just blatant exposition from the character. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt like someone was just... Like, because in right. the movie they say, "Why don't we go together?" And he's like, "No, no, you have to be a part." He's like, literally just like, "No, we can't." Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, like, "Okay, but why?" Like, right. It felt like they like they wanted to get from point A to point B. Point B being, we need to separate them all so we can do these individual pieces. Mm-hmm. And so to get there, they were just like, "Uh, let's just have this guy say this." Yeah. And then that guy was like, "We have to separate." That's the that's the next step. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? And it's like because that's what it is. <laughs> okay. So there were a couple things like that. My my other complaint with the movie was the tone. So Bill Hader kills it. Mm-hmm. The whole I thought the whole cast was good. I've yeah. heard some complaints about McAvoy, but I thought he was good. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't think he was. No, I, I I really thought the whole cast was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the comedy, which a lot of people are talking about, um, is is mostly I think really well done. Mm-hmm. But throughout the movie, there were moments where I felt like the tone was kind of roller coastery because it would go from really scary to pretty funny to scary to really romantic Mm -hmm. to scary to romantic and sappy again i did like seeing you know seeing them as adults and going back like i said or like you said back to you know when they were kids and showing oh yeah like this is that kid and this is why he's that way i Mm -hmm. loved that stuff but sometimes it felt like they over romanticized it where it kind of took you out of like the threat of what they're going through Mm -hmm. um and it was, it just felt kind of like up and down. So it was like I enjoyed the comedic moments. Yeah. But the placement of some of the like romantic moments, mm-hmm. whether that was like romantic between through like a potential love interest or just the kids, like like remembering our past and it it like it was the music and stuff was mm-hmm. kind of like fluffy and lighthearted. And it just felt like it was you were kind of like jolted back and forth a little bit. Yeah. Did you feel that at all? Um not really. There is certainly like a handful of scenes, um, you know, specifically like there's a music moment for five seconds that comes out of nowhere. And you're like the one with the. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking. Yeah. About. It's just like, why is that? Why? Why did that? I don't know if that. So that was a moment where I was like, that felt like a result of the tone being all over the place, because I don't know if that was supposed to be funnier. Right. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. I don't know. It was a scary scene, I would think, like what right. was going on outside of that. Mm hmm. So it's like it's basically a scary scene and then this thing happens and then this like seemingly out of nowhere soundtrack kicks in mm-hmm. that's like notably loud and doesn't seem to really fit the scene. Not at all. And I don't know if it's to play on that character's like fears. There are certain traits. Yeah. Like their fears in particular. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really land. I didn't really understand no. what it was for. I, I maybe a favor to a friend. It's like, hey, I'm gonna put your soundtrack <laughs> in the movie right here. Yeah, I I don't know that, but that was a moment where I think it stuck out to me. Like, yeah, this is what I'm feeling sometimes. And again, not I mean, I I I loved Bill Hader and mm-hmm. like 
he he was a, a key player in the comedic moments, of course. Yeah, even playing a comedian in in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other characters too. There's some great like funny moments, and I think comedy and horror is a thing that you have to have hand in um, hand. And I think it's very realistic when you have comedy yeah. in a horror s- scenario. Like if I'm scared at some point, I'll crack a few jokes just to make myself feel better. Absolutely. Um, and so I think I think that's always so realistic. And when people complain and say, "Oh, comedy, like it has no place in horror," well, you know, tense and terrifying it is to watch a scary movie for two hours with like nothing in between right and you those, know and you know those movies like mm-hmm. there are those movies hereditary like hands down was right. like the the i was sore by the end of the movie because i was You're so just tense, tense the yeah. whole time absolutely so, that's uh the descent is like that yeah. and oh, the descent's uh, so freaky yeah it's just it's tension the whole time and mm-hmm. uh when you're doing a movie more like uh in a more grounded uh, it, I would say it's grounded for yeah, sure. Yeah, I guess. Like, you know, if these real characters where you could put yourself in their scenario, mm-hmm. you're going to have some comedy. You're going to have, the, especially in like a group of friends like this, you're going to have the guy who cracks jokes and, yep. um, you know, I don't know. You're going to have that. So that does, I was talking to a friend about this the other day, that does really put it in a more realistic tone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really have no gripes about the comedy in it. It just felt like the placement of it sometimes was like I and that one is perfect example. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. I think that's a problem when you're not sure what they're trying to convey. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, then there's one moment that uh, when uh, Bill Hader's character is making fun of Pennywise, like mm-hmm. mimicking him, and it was hilarious. Yeah, like, totally. I thought that was so great. It's such a good moment. You know, he even says like, I'm "Trying to get some levity in this situation." <laughs> yeah. Jeez, you know what I mean? Like, shoot, so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, pause for the cause. <gasps> <gasps> Uh, uh, all right, and we're back. <laughs> we're back again. Oh. All right, so... Um, um, yeah, I think maybe a lot of it was taken from the book, too. Like, that's why there was the focus on the romance. And, that, okay. And I think because I heard this one was trying to stay as true to the book as it could possibly be. Yes. Given the long run time and a lot of time spent on the relationships and stuff. So that is part of why I brought that up, because I was thinking about it afterwards. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, if I'm reading the book, some of the things they do, like you know, continually reverting to or referring back to them as kids. Mm -hmm. There were a couple points where I was like, I know they were kids before together. Like, Mm -hmm. let's stick to the current storyline, you know? Um, Reading that would probably be a different experience. Like, if you're reading this story and then a chapter spends some time on a potential romance and then Mm -hmm. a chapter spends some time reminiscing, that's going to feel different than when you're watching a horror movie. Right. And it's bouncing back and forth between the two. Mm-hmm. So that could be part of it. I don't know. I wonder if the book is set up in two separate parts like that or if the they go like back and forth. Like I've it's, always wondered why it's mo- like in, a, in a, uh, a video medium yeah. or a visual medium, it's always been broken up into parts. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's such a grand story and you couldn't like... I don't think you could tell it any other way without cutting, like you could cut corners. Sure. But I feel like it's just too large of a story. I guess there's too many details. Um, but I am interested and this is only just cause I'm curious. Um, because if it was set up in the book where it was like adult story, kid story, adult story, like on top of each other, like every chapter was the other one, it would make more sense that they would flash back and forth between the two. And the story would be told kind of like back and forth. I don't know. Um, but I assume it's split up into two parts. Like, 
like how we see the movies because why else would they do it like that? I don't know. You know, well, I guess you wouldn't because it's long. Because it's long. I mean, it the the book is is a long. Book. It's a big book. Yeah. I don't I don't know how many pages. It's like a pictures. lot of. Pa- it's at least like a hundred pages. Over ten, at least. It's at least it has almost no pictures. I think. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the front has a picture. <sighs> yeah, uh, now it's just um, what's his name? Skarsgård. Yeah. What's his first name? Scars. Alexander. Or is that no? That's a different Scars God. Scar, I don't know. Scars God, but Bi- I do want to say Billy, Billy, Billy no. Scars God. Right. Um, Pennywise was terrifying. <laughs> Bless you. Yeah. Um, Pennywise was terrifying. Um, like they really found a way to make him scarier in this movie. Like I yeah. feel like they kind of upped the scares and like made him do things that I didn't expect him to do. Yeah, they just went in with mm-hmm. uh, some of the. Uh, Child-related brutality. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they didn't hold back with yeah. that. Which, I mean, they didn't in the first one either. True. Uh, starting with, with little Georgie. Mm, tasty. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Georgie. Oh, so um, creepy. But yeah, they, I think it had a pretty uh, good climax. It was long, uh, like a long climax. I think it was like 45 minutes or something. Like yeah, the final, it does. The it final feels like act. it peaks and then it just stays way up yeah. there. Yeah, and you're like, um, whoo! Yeah. Um, I would say... Out of the two, which one do you like better? I think I enjoyed the first one better. I think so, too. I didn't feel that, like, tone whiplash by the end of the first one. It yeah. just felt like a solid, like, good ride. It was emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, I of the, I, I really did enjoy seeing the adult cast reprise mm-hmm. the roles. I always think that's a fun thing to see. Yep. And I think overall they did that well. But I think the first one is just a, a all around, like, a better viewing experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think the first one, uh, like, I feel like Pennywise was in it a lot more and had a lot of, um, not a lot more scares, but just a few more scares in general. I think I liked them better in the first one overall. There were a couple really good ones, really good moments in mm-hmm. in the second one. I did enjoy the Funhouse uh, uh, yeah, scene. Cool. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scene in the mental hospital, the under the bed creature that yep. was my favorite of the movie mm-hmm. um just the makeup was so good oh yeah it was really um yeah all the creature designs like i felt a little uh guillermo del toro esque yeah. you know because they were really like demented yeah. messed up yeah creatures um but i think that like the paint one from the beginning and mm-hmm. a couple of the pennywise scenes in the first one are hard hard to hard yeah to i mean the projector scene that one's in, so good in particular yeah. it like stands out of my head it's like because they it's such a good scene because they play on the idea that you already know what the scene's like from the movie, from yeah. the original, or right. or even the book, you know? And they're just like, oh, that's the end of the scare. And then it, like, pops up one more time, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, I was... it, And in the theater, it's, like, blew yeah, my pants see, off. I did not have that experience. Big but, difference. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I think, anyways, but... Um, yeah, uh, overall, I, I mean, I'd say definitely go watch it. If you saw the first one, it's totally worth a watch. Definitely long. Yeah. Um, but you know, get some popcorn and a drink and yeah. just enjoy the movie. Cause it is, it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. It is definitely a fun movie and mm-hmm. same. I would definitely suggest seeing it. If you've seen the first one, it'd be good to, uh, good to, uh, to see this one as well in theaters. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but no, I guess I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Good movie. It's good. Is it a good movie? Is, is it a good movie? I thought it was good. I would say it's definitely one of the better horror movies I've seen in the past year. Yeah? I would say. I definitely have liked it a lot better than other ones. Um, yeah. But you don't look to be the same. You don't have to agree. I'm assessing. Mm-hmm. 
That's and you're all, allo- you're allowed to assess. I'm assessing. You know, write a six page paper on the pros and cons of. I'm just realizing I said go see it in the theater. Yeah, I think see it in the theater because it's a big enough experience that you should see it in the theater. Horror movies, think. I always feel like should be seen in the theater. I always feel like all movies should be seen in the theater. That's true. I think uh, you know <laughs> that the experience can't <sighs> be beaten. And I was a little nervous because we saw it opening night and I thought the theater would be full of a bunch of teenage kids and annoying people. But I would say the theater is pretty all right. Uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. It there wasn't was, bad at all. There was a guy in front of us who like kept making comments. but Oh, yeah. That, that guy but was... It, yeah. Yeah, he was annoying. He was. Literally the moment the movie ended, he stood up and went, that movie was trash. <laughs> I was like, okay, why'd you sit here for three hours and I watch know, it dude, then? Like, yeah. Dumb. Silly business. Um, Yeah. That's all I got. Oh, I thought you were going to... You got something else in movies? Um, a quick... Just a quick little rimbly lum. Wow. Yeah. There's a word. That's a new one. What it is. Yeah. Uh, what does it mean or what's my movie? What's your movie? What's my movie? I saw a Netflix original called Polar. Okay. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, I may have scrolled past it. Mads Mickelson? Michelson? Mick, Mick, okay. Is that his name? Mads Mickelson? Is that what it is? Michelson sounds... Michelson. Let me look it up just to be safe. But uh, Polar is a um, movie about a uh, retired or a retiring hitman. Okay. And in this uh, company he works for, they uh, when they retire, uh, it's a big secret, but they send another group of hitmen to come and kill him so they don't have to pay like retirement fees or whatever. What a cool concept. Uh, Or pension. That's what it is. He he has like an $8 million pension. So the company's like, no, we're going to save the money and send these hitmen to go kill him. Um, So when you initially look at the cover of the movie, it looks very dark and serious. Yeah. Um, And like from all the promotional pictures, the trailer, it gives off this crazy vibe of like a dark, intense movie. Okay. The first five minutes you have Johnny Knoxville running around with, uh, like, his pants pretty much off, um, getting attacked by these hitmen, because he was uh, a retired hitman. But it's a comedy. Like, it's a really dark comedy. And really? And it totally threw me through a loop. I was like, what is he doing in here? No way. And he's, like, with one of these girls and, like, doing all this funky stuff. And then he gets shot in the back, and then they all start attacking him. But it's, it's like, a, it's a dark comedy is the best way I could describe huh. it. Huh. What a curveball. Um, yeah, so it was it was kind of strange. And if you've seen the pictures or looked at it, you're like, oh, this looks like, you know, like I said, a dark movie. But anyways, um, it was surprisingly good for for uh, what the reviews are anyways. Okay. It has like, I think, a 26 on IMDb for oh, a Metascore. Rough. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know why it was so lowly reviewed. Lowly? So... Reviewed so poorly. Lowly reviewed. <laughs> lowly reviewed. Yeah, it's a 19. I'm sorry. Wow. Um, and I don't know why. It was. It had pretty solid action. It had a pretty cool story. You know, he was gonna go retire to this like peaceful, uh, you know, peaceful town, and they're hunting him down. And he, a lot of things happen. I'm not gonna spoil it because okay. it's a good chunk of the movie, but. <laughs> Bless you. He eventually, you know, he's on the run from these guys because they eventually find him. And I'm listening. <laughs> he finds this like this uh, girl that he finds fascinating. Uh, I wouldn't say a love interest, but just a girl that he's interested in. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she adds a little spice to the whole messy world of being a hitman and stuff. Um, it's kind of like John Wick, but like more funny 
Like a, so does it maintain the, the comedic vibe throughout the whole thing? Yeah, I would say so. Really? Um, yeah, there are some points that are like really dark, but it's still done in a lighthearted way, I guess. But not, not sorry, not a lighthearted way, just a funny way. But it's okay. like, it's really serious. Like there's a scene where he's being tortured and it's like brutal, like hard R torture. But it's still like kind of like, ah, you know, like interesting. It's, it's weird how the tone is. It's it's but it's consistent. Yeah, it's like comic book almost like a it's OK, like feels comic booky. I Someone guess could crack a joke and it could still land. Even yeah, though it's like heavy content. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I would just I just brought it up because I don't know if a lot of people have seen it. I don't know if it was popular or whatever, um, but I've had it in my queue for like months. Yeah, it came out uh, beginning in 2019. I Did think. you recommend it. I say so. Yeah. yeah, it's certainly a hard R. I would be aware there's uh, uh, no children or parents in the room at the time when you see this. No children or parents. <laughs> or parents. <laughs> I'm a parent, too. Am I allowed to watch it? No. <laughs> Literally nobody can no, watch it. No, you have to be over 50. You have to be a retired hitman <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> no, Very you have to have no audience. kids. That's the only way. <laughs> no children or parents. Um, but yeah, I thought it was just interesting, and I thought I'd bring it up. So if people want to check it out, you can. You can, because it's on Nerd Flirts. Nerd Flirts. And if you don't have it, someone does. Yeah, that's true. You always know someone. And you can have it. A million different accounts. A million. A million. Did you hear any of the uh, Disney Plus announcements? Uh, like what? Yo, cartoons being added. Oh. We got Tailspin. We got Darkwing Duck. We oh. got Gargoyles. <gasps> They're all going to be streaming on Disney Plus. What's, what's the limit? What is not going to be on there? That's my question. I don't know. It's a good question. Because I would hate to go to the cartoons and look for bonkers, and they don't have bonkers. Was that Disney? Yeah. Why did I think that was WB? No. Because I'm an idiot. Toon Disney. Oh, Toon Disney. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's right. That's right. So, um, like, I'm yeah. curious because um, they actually, it released in, I want to say Norway. And so people got screenshots of, I don't know if it was released earlier, it's a beta or whatever. But yeah. People uh, got screenshots of what the menus look like. Really? And so there was one, it was Disney throughout the years and it was all the way to the 1930s. So it had like Snow White and whatever other movies came out. I don't know what else. <laughs> and um, but other it, movies. But it was a mixture of cartoons and live action. Oh. And, um, so I'm curious how if they're getting every single Disney movie possible or if there's like kind of a limitation, like are they going to release TV shows over the months or years or are they going to give us everything all at once? Right. Um, as far as classic stuff goes, cause new stuff sure. they're doing episodic. Did you hear that? Uh, yes. Everything's yeah, yeah. coming out weekly. Not, not, uh, you know, all at once yeah. like Netflix, which is fine. I'm it's not a big deal. I'll watch it when probably all the episodes are out anyways. Well, so. that's what prime's doing. Oh, is that how Prime does it? I believe it? so. Like yeah. some of the shows and um, the DC streaming service too. Mm-hmm. Um, you're I getting, haven't touched that yet. Yeah. But I, I know like Titans, I'm pretty sure it comes out. Weekly? I think. Am I entirely wrong about that? I want to say it comes out every Friday. That sounds like something it would do, but I don't know enough about it. And I'm I'm pretty sure like, because I was thinking of the boys on Prime. I don't mm-hmm. think that all came out all Ah, uh, the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Having a cold one with the boys. Have a cold one with the boys on Prime. I don't know why I had that. I don't know what the hell. Oi, uh, bro. Somebody just posted that as like a, a sound bite. It just has no context. <laughs> it would make just as much sense as it just did now. It really would. Dude, oh, look at that. The am boys I could... super loud? Uh, no, you're fine. Those okay. are probably moments when you're laughing like a psychopath. <laughs> yep. See? Uh, episodes one through eight. Is that that's just season one? Season two hasn't started yet. Mm, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but um, I th- I just feel like some things were getting episodically. Uh, I I was gonna say DC definitely, but I now I'm not sure. I'm second guessing myself. What was that sound? 
Fenny throwing up. Cool. I don't know. She really dogs was, are but... smashing down doors, throwing up. It's wild in <laughs> they here. They rule my room. Wild. Uh, um. So I think uh, that's a. Are you good movies? I think so. I'm good movies. I got some video game stuff we need to cover. Me too. Let's do that. Video games. All right, I'm back. Um. So, oh. yeah, so dude, when I'm like, I, when my Throat is like feeling yucky business. Uh-huh. I need something like really cold on it. So I just ate some ice cream upstairs. And this episode is brought to you by ice cream. When your throat's <sighs> and I, and feeling I, itchy, get a spoonful of brickies. And I don't even think it. What? Isn't that an ice cream? I no, don't even brickums. think it's a real re- resolve. I just, it, it makes me feel like maybe I'm feeling better. Mind over matter, as they say. <laughs> And if you don't mind, I'm going to keep acting like this sickness doesn't matter. Nice. And there you go. Overpowered the thought. All right. Let's do it. I've been uh, I've been looking forward to this for like two weeks. Yes. And been pushing me in a good way to finish a certain game, which I did. You did? I did. Are you serious? I did. I'm so excited. All right. <laughs> I didn't tell him because I thought he'd be excited. And you were right. So check it out. Last mm-hmm. week. I think it was last week. Might have been. Was it? It was the beginning of September, right? Beginning of September. Game Pass exclusive. Mm-hmm. Well, Xbox exclusive. You can still buy it. It was on PC too, though, I believe. Oh, yeah. I always forget. Everything that's Xbox exclusive is like automatically PC So exclusive. maybe it's not exclusive. You could buy it individually. Yeah. Right? Could you? Yeah, you can get it without Game Pass. Whatever. Blair Witch came out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were getting to. So Tim mentioned it to me on a podcast. I think it was episode 89 or 90, and like mm-hmm. I didn't even realize it was coming out. I didn't know it was going to be Game Pass uh, until... That uh, I think like a few days before that podcast really? or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" So I was stoked. I mean, I always have a crazy backlog, so whenever a new game comes out, I don't always jump right on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did beat the game I was playing, which was Outlast. What smokes? I would like to briefly discuss that. Sure, but not right now. Okay. When I beat that, I happened to have the day off. Mm-hmm. So what I like to do. When I beat a game, mm-hmm. is what, Tim? Just jump into a new one. Just jump into a new one. Get your feet wet. Get them wet. Yep. So uh, Blair Witch was downloaded. I was like, what the heck? I'll give it a shot. Start it up. Mm-hmm. I beat it in two sittings. Yes. I played it for probably like four hours, four to five cumulatively that day. Mm-hmm. Played a little bit during the day. Played it that night. Now, the game plays out very much like... Um, I would say like the original movie does. So this is my assessment. You let me know what you think. But mm-hmm. when I was playing it, I was like, okay, it, it, it's like the, the original movie in the sense that you're doing things and, and things are progressing, but not a whole lot is happening. Um, that's how it felt for me for, for the majority of the game. But then you'll come to these little sections where there's actually a structure or a building or something. And uh, it, it's, it's uh, I guess you could call it like a, puzzle game i mean there are a couple puzzles but but nothing like crazy that's those are the main story progressing things are these little puzzles Mm -hmm. or you have to go gather a couple pieces to make something work i would classify it as a horror walking simulator okay yeah Um, because that's a walking simulator generally entails puzzles 
Uh, you do a lot of walking, and that's pretty much the the gameplay. Yeah, you know, you just you absorb the story as you're walking through. Yeah. Um. So that's generally what that genre means, and then you just add horror on top because. But that's yeah. a lot of horror games now. Amnesia, uh, Layers of Fear. Yes. Uh, there's a ton of them that are like that. So it's not like, um, breaking any barriers in that regard. Right. Uh, but yeah, you solve puzzles, and uh, yeah, it's just an adventure game. I would say, like yeah. a walking simulator adventure game. Absolutely. And um, this was uh, by Bloober Team, which mm-hmm. is the same team that uh, are responsible for Layers of Fear. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just beat Layers of Fear last night. Nice. Um, because I wanted to compare the two. Mm-hmm. Strong similarities. Um, I would say definitely near the end, a lot of Layers of Fear pops out at me. Yeah. Um, I would say for the final act of the game. And that's the part that I really want to talk about because I was fresh off the heels of Outlast, which Mm -hmm. was by far one of the scariest games I've ever played. Might be my favorite. If not, PT might be a little higher up. Okay. mm -hmm. So off the heels of that, Blair Witch was really not very scary until the end. The last like hour of that game mm-hmm. I found to be like punishing. That's crippling. <laughs> I, I so scary because it, and the way that I can describe it is like I I played it in that first sitting. The next day, um, or no, I think it was that night. I was like, you know what? I think I'm near the end of this game. Mm-hmm. I got to the final setting of the game that you get to. And at that point, it was probably, I think it was 1130. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel had fallen asleep. I was in I was in the room with her. I wasn't even alone. Mm-hmm. There was someone there. <laughs> but I got so tensed up mm-hmm. and freaked out that I couldn't finish it. I was like, I literally can't finish this game tonight. <sighs> so I had to put it down. Mm-hmm. And I, I did beat it the next day. But I honestly got nervous that like I wasn't going to be able to get through it. Because it was, I was, I was You're terrified. You're a baby. Dude, dude no. Like, <laughs> it was terrifying. Like, now, I do want to point out the big difference between how he plays and I play. He plays with headphones. I, I do. do not. Which yeah. horror games suggest it. I just know. <laughs> That it's scary. <laughs> I do. I do. I just, I've learned from experience playing with headphones makes the game less fun for it's, me. Oh, man. It's, it definitely adds to the tension, but I'm just, It does make it much more scarier, but a lot of the times I'm not looking to be scared. I'm just looking to enjoy the game. Sure. Um, as opposed to, like, a scary movie. Um, it depends on the game. Like, like soon enough I'll be doing Fatal Frame because October's coming around and I want to play some horror games. Sure. Um, so Fatal Frame, I know no matter what, is going to scare the crap out of me because the concept alone freaks me out. The fact yeah. that you can only see ghosts when you pull up your camera in first person right. gives me nightmares. So um, that game, I mean, I can't escape the fear. That's just going to be scary. Sure. But with these type of games... I don't want to put on the headphones because I want to, I don't know, I guess enjoy it more. And I feel like if I get sure. too scared, it's not going to be fun. I definitely understand that. Mm-hmm. But man, the stress of playing, I, I'm i a full experience guy. So mm-hmm. like if when the beginning, Bloober Team did this on both of them, on yep. Layers of Fear and Blair Witch, it says at the beginning, like we use, what's the term? Is it uh, bi- binaural? Bi- binaural. I think it's binaural. That might be correct. Um, <laughs> audio. So playing with headphones is strongly recommended. Yes. Uh, so I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I usually do that with all games anyways. Yeah. So that just is kind of an added thing when it's specifically made for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Binaural. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Word of the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, overall, because I haven't heard your response yet. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about it? I found it to be good. Yeah, I don't think it was anything standout. Um, I think there was a lot of cool concepts that were in it that um, I didn't usually see in those type of games. Yeah, um, like the the trick with the camera. Um, mm-hmm. I've definitely seen that mechanic before. 
Um, but I think it was neat how it was in a horror game and it was kind of added to the puzzles and okay. stuff. And I'm not too fresh on my Blair Witch lore. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what elements were in the movie um, or in the lore of it that that were unique to the game or not. Sure. Um, but I yeah, I thought I thought it was a very fun experience. I did feel like the beginning was. Um, dry for a bit. Yeah. Um, I felt like, uh, you know, walking through, it's like, okay, I get it. You know, you have to train with the dog. Oh, look, there's a monster over there. Like building it up. Yeah. And maybe it's just because I played too many of these games that I'm just like, okay, I get, I get what we're getting into. Um, but as the game progressed, as it like started becoming more scarier and like, I'd say the big turning point is when you see your first enemy. I felt like that was kind of a good, a good moment where I was like, oh, this, okay. This is starting to get like, there's a little more to it than just walking around. Right. Um, and yeah, there's another part where, and I think this is like the big shift when you go in the big tree. Um, yes. And you're like crawling through it and stuff. That's I, that to me was like the big shift. That was, was, that was huge. That was like the moment. Yeah. And all the way up until that point, I mean, all of the fear and the creepiness is 100% just atmospheric. Like, yeah. You are in the woods with a flashlight. Like You're forced into, you know, that being your only lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that scene that you're referencing is like this underground, really creepy, like you're starting to hear, you wouldn't have heard it like this necessarily, but you're starting to hear these voices coming from all sides. The TV actually did a pretty good job of making it Throwing come out. It, yeah. yeah, back and forth. And I was like, ooh, a little, yeah, I mean, a little spooked out. Yeah, it, and it definitely is. And you just you just have to keep moving forward and yep. just seeing things uh, you know, progress in that way. And mm-hmm. um, there is a story that unravels throughout, which is, it's it's it's. Pretty I would, decent. I'd I mean, say it's pretty cool. It's yeah. multi-layered. There's a lot it more is. going on than just what you initially think. Yeah, and a big a big thing about, and I, I read this too, I th- it might have been a Kotaku review or something like that, but mm-hmm. um, they were just referencing the fact that the character that you play as is like not a good guy. No. Um, like no. throughout, you're kind of unveiling these different things about him. and mm-hmm. um, I mean, you can tell from the very first phone call when you're driving at the beginning and you answer from, I assume it's his wife or his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and she's like talking to him and he yells at her like while they're talking and he was like no i'm good and she's like you're right and uh, you, you kind of get the feeling that they like he's not mentally stable i yeah. guess like he he just has some issues and they reference that throughout the whole game um and it's interesting to see what um unfolds from that right. from that uh detail those details yeah and i and i think it does um you know the layers of that story are unveiled in pretty cool ways later on mm-hmm. um I, I will say I think the game is worth playing just for the finale. Um, yeah, I, I felt like the finale was a little too long. Like, I felt like I saw the same environments again and again. I could kind of get with that. Um, but it wasn't like it It was varied enough. Like, when you re... Uh, what's the word? Uh, when you went to those environments again, yeah. uh, revisited them, um, they were like, there were new elements that made it kind of scarier. And you're yeah. like, okay, there was a, a bad guy to the right here. Oh, now there's no bad guy. Yeah. Like So it kind of plays with your mind in that way. But yeah, I would say it's totally worth a playthrough through um and the cell phone did you ever mess with that too much i did Um, a little bit there's a handful of achievements you can get while you're playing through the game so there's the pizza guy one yes um, where you call him you have to call him like 10 times and it's pretty funny the exchange um and then there's uh you have snake and like a uh, like an asteroids type shooter on the phone and i don't know it's kind of fun like like if i got too scared i would pull up the phone and like play play asteroids or whatever for a minute (laughs) i'd be like all right here we go that's so funny um but there weren't many moments i was really like scared scared you know um even at the end i thought it was scary i think i only jumped twice throughout my whole playthrough yeah um i would say total but the the final area yeah it was really creepy um, yeah, didn't that tense you up? The f- very first time, the first 
monster, the first oh, the first bit yeah. of it where you're where, yeah, and you that see it particular jump scare. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that was good, hard. and um, it is a super cool concept. Um, can I spoil it? Is that kind of a spoiler, like of how you face that thing? Yeah, so I mean, I would say it like this: you're forced into very close proximity of what can kill you. Like, yes, basically, there's a major threat. And you're forced into like uh, close enough that you hear this thing breathing over you, mm-hmm. um, and there's a very specific way you need to go past them, or else you're killed. Yeah, and, and I thought it was very cool how they did that. That was, mm-hmm. and that was just, and it's like you know, like it's a game. You know, okay, they told me to do this, so if I do this, I'm gonna get past this part. Yeah, it's still so tense, and <sighs> I mean that that moment in the original movie because mm-hmm. this is it takes place, you know. Like I said, it it un- unveils pretty uh, or unravels pretty similarly to the progression of the the first movie, the original, mm-hmm. and this particular setting just sat with me. It's just so it's very familiar. Is it like taken from the original yeah, movie? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. It's yeah, almost I, far as I remember, like it it struck that memory with me. Yeah, it looked very very familiar. And do you see a monster in the original movie at all? Okay, I didn't think so. So. Um, no. The fact that you see monsters in this. Now, I think those come from Blair Witch, the one that came out later. Oh, the the remake. Yeah. Sure. I don't even know if it was a remake. From what yeah. I'm understanding, I was reading something about it. I think it's oh, like, I forgot that came out. Yeah. Did you ever see that? No, no. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've heard it was decent, but mm-hmm. you do see creatures in that one. Okay. So maybe it's more influenced by maybe. that and not the original. I will say, like, I thought some things in this game... Like, there are monsters that you fight in the forest. Mm-hmm. They're kind of annoying. Like, the yeah. first couple times, like, it got me, it jumped yeah. me, uh, uh, scared me. And mm-hmm. it is kind of hard to figure out where they are. Yeah, which which kind of brings me to one other point, like, almost two, one and a half, I guess. Mm-hmm. The game is pretty buggy at moments. Yeah, um, uh, at first, it was super laggy for me. Like, uh, the frames just kept dropping and dropping. And I was like, ugh. But I didn't yeah. notice. Oh, I did get the dog getting stuck in a circle. You got that? Um, but it was on my second playthrough. That's what happened to me. Uh, with the police car. Is that when it happened for you when he sniffed in the police car? No, before you go into the forest? No, it was a little farther ahead. No, I didn't even get there. And he was just going in a circle. Yeah, yeah that happened to me. I was like, oh, no, Brett told me about Dude, this. it's the worst. So, mm-hmm. like, I got through my first playthrough without really any major bugs. So mm-hmm. you have you have this dog in the game, Bullet, and he pretty much acts as your compass. Like mm-hmm. there are moments where you don't know where you're supposed to go, and um, if you if you aren't going in the right direction, the forest just keeps regenerating. Like yes. it's this creepy aspect of the forest, which is is cool. It's mm-hmm. a cool aspect. Um, but the dog is your main source of direction. So if he gets caught in a loop, um, like like a bug, like in mm-hmm. a way that he shouldn't, you're just stuck. You yeah. can't do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was weird. Sorry, I just punched my mic and my nose is running. <laughs> uh, and I realized we didn't even talk about the dog, um, just yeah. in general, Bullet. Um, I thought he was cool because, you know, he actually made me feel a little safer um, yeah. during, like, scary moments. I was like, you know, you could whistle to call him and you can send him out to, like, get stuff. And yeah. you can pet him, give him dog treats. And um, and it was just a cool companion to have with you during the game. You know, I think it was a really cool aspect. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know. Even uh, plays into your story. Yes, you know, exactly. You and stuff like big that. part, big part of the story. Um, and I thought that was cool because there's not a lot of games where you get, I mean, there's a good chunk of games, but I feel like they don't go th- to that degree uh, where you get animal companions. Sure. Yeah. Um, there's some games where you get them like you can ride animals. animals. <laughs> yeah. That's a cool name <laughs> for them. 
Um, but I don't know. I thought I thought that was really well done. That that was cool. Yeah. And the dog was like animated well, and it just it felt good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that was a that's a high point. As funny as that sounds, like I'm even in every article I've read about it, they they point out the the good use of this animal companion. And, yes. Um, but the only thing that sucks is on that second playthrough, which so part of this point is. Tim mentioned you can interact with the dog in different ways. You can give him treats. You can pet him, things like that. Uh, throughout the game, there are other decisions that you make that um, give you one of, I think, four endings. Mm-hmm. Um, so two two things here. One of them is a question. One, there's, there's sort of a, a forced replay. But when I was going through the game again, I just felt like I couldn't afford the time to have these bugs mm-hmm. keeping me from getting these achievements because there are some achievements you can't get until your second playthrough. Which I thought is kind of weird. So my question is, mm-hmm. especially having just played Layers of Fear, this is something Bloober Team did with both of these games. Yep. Um, there are these forced replays mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. If you want to get the achievements, if you want to get some of the quote unquote true endings, yep. you have to replay the game again. Mm-hmm. And there might be some differences, but largely you're just replaying the same game. I think that's where the benefit of it being short comes into play. Um, right. Granted, it's not super short because these games are cinematic in a way. So you do have to kind of sit through the conversations and the cutscenes and right. and stuff. So like when I did my second playthrough, I didn't beat it or anything. Um, but I was just so fresh on the game at the time that I was like, all right, let's get through this first chunk again. And that took me like 40 minutes to get to, um, the bunker. Yeah. The bunker pretty much. That's Um, where I was trying to get. Yeah. So I got there and got the achievement and I was like, eh, I'm pretty, I'm good. You know, like I can go through, but the biggest gripe I have with the game is the, uh, you were talking about the multiple endings Yeah. to get the best ending. Uh, there's no way you would possibly know how to get this great, the good ending, uh, on your first playthrough. No, because the things you have to do or avoid, uh, it like they shove them in your face. Yeah. Like, like there's items you can pick up and I'll help you guys out because I'm a nice guy. If you don't pick up these items, uh, that's how you get the good ending. But they're shoved in your face and make you seem like right. you can't get they past seem, them. Right. Or even things that you're told to do. Mm-hmm. So they seem like story progressing moments and decisions, yep. but they're moments where you can choose not to do them. Mm-hmm. They even seem threatening at some point. Right. Like, oh, if I don't do this thing, then I'm going to die or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think... Totally agree with that. So I think that's annoying that no matter what, you're kind of... Unless you read beforehand or listen to this podcast, you would go in getting the worst ending no matter what. Right. Uh, like, there are good things you can do throughout the game, but no matter what, you are destined to get that that bad ending because you there's no indication it's built that way. yeah and so it i find that kind of annoying because it's like okay most games you can kind of tell like if you want a good ending or bad ending you know what decisions to make sure. and like you just know how to progress through the game but this one does give you no indication so i felt that was annoying because it's like no matter what i was going to play it twice yeah I, that I, was too far to not get the the bad endings so. right it, it it does definitely default to that i mm-hmm. mean i found that a little bit annoying too and i'm i'm just not there's a couple ways you could look at it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you could look at it and say, I'm kind of forced into these replays and that's annoying. Or you could look at it and like, you know, I could talk to you and be like, oh, which ending did you get? Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. But I, I don't I don't like feeling like I have to play a game multiple times to get like the full experience. Yeah. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know. That's just and I get replay value too, but maybe it's this type of game. Like you said, it is very cinematic. It's very like it's walking around and mm-hmm. it's, there's not a lot of action and things like that. So yep. replaying it, 
replaying a game like this isn't quite the same as replaying like a, I don't know. I can't even think of an example, but I, I yeah, don't know, like, like a like a platformer. Even, yeah, or like or, Gears of War or something. Yeah, like you exactly. Could... Gears came to mind. Mm-hmm. Like that, playing a game like that or replaying uh, like uh, a game like Celeste or a game like um, Bloodstained, mm-hmm. something like that. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, Bloodstained I played like six times. Yeah, like, I think I, I beat it three it. times. It yep. was crazy. Uh, Curse of the Moon, not the um, the other one. Curse of the Moon is the one I played, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Ritual of the Night is the the Metroidvania one. Yes. Okay. I forgot right. there's two of them now. So yeah. <laughs> that's true. So um, I mean, overall, I would say it, it's a it's totally a good worth game. a, a yeah. playthrough. You know, if you got Game Pass, it's even worth getting Game Pass for it. Yeah. You know, Game Pass. Um, I don't know if they're still running the promotion, but if you have an Xbox. Um, or PC for that matter, you yeah. get Game Pass and um, any new uh, Xbox exclusive is you get it day one. Uh, Gears of War, you actually get five days before it came yep. out. Um, and so they'll be doing that with all future titles. But it's 10 bucks a month. Um, or I, if they still have the promotion, it's a dollar for the first month. Yeah. So you can get the whole game for a dollar and beat well, it. And do you know like the current offer hack kind of thing? I don't think so. So... When you get Game Pass, you will have Game Pass for as long as your current gold subscription. So if you have two years of gold currently, and then you get Game Pass for, Game Pass for that one dollar, yeah, that subscription won't like add or cost anything more than oh, that so until you have, your gold subscription. Let's say up. you have two years, you have Game Pass for two years yep. now. That's pretty awesome. Yep. I pay month by bu- month by month because I'm a lamo, so. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a big deal. It's it's fine. So. Yeah. So just you know, if you if you tend to buy gold yearly, just go ahead and get a year of gold and then add Game Pass, and it'll just be attached it'll just, to it. Ah, that's really it neat. It links up to your current account subscription. So mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Blair Witch. Blair Witch. Yeah. Uh, play it. Play it. What else? I mean, I got other stuff. Should we keep going? It's up to you. Why is it up to me? Because you're sick. I know, dude. I feel like garbage. Uh, um, I'll squeeze in just a quick mini review of Gears 5. I okay. Finished, I finished it. You finished it? I finished it. Let's yep. do that. Yeah, that's current. Do that. Just current. Um, Gears of War 5. Fan-freaking-tastic, man. Really loved it. Miles ahead of Gears 4. I didn't even play 4. You don't have to. I'm gonna. I would say skip it. I'm not gonna. In all honesty. I won't. Well, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they I, I you know, they must have heard all the feedback from Gears 4 because it feels like they just remade the game from the ground up. Really? Like in a good way. Uh gorgeous. The game is so beautiful. Um and it continues it obviously continues from all the past stories. It doesn't necessarily go a new direction. So 4 would be necessary for the story, I guess. See? I told you I'm not skipping it. Yeah, but 4 was garbage. Um the campaign's one of the best I played in years. Really? As, as far as gear camp Gears campaigns go. Gear campaigns. Gear campaigns. Yeah, they. Um, it's just like a beautiful amount of variety, and the fights felt like uh, varied. The big issue I had with four is all the fights just felt like wave defense. Like you would, uh, okay. you would go into a room and it'd be like ten enemies that take a thousand bullets. You're just sitting there, blah 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 blah. And this one, you fight like a horde of a bunch of different enemies and they come from all different angles and there are different environmental elements added in. Okay. Like they just make the battles feel fresh. Yeah. See, that's what like uh judgment kind of felt like that. It just felt like a big horde. Yeah. Like, although I had more fun with judgment than I did with four. Yeah. Really? But maybe the series was just running. Um, like I played it too much fatigue. You Could know, be. And I, I really enjoyed judgment. I know a lot of people didn't like it. Yeah. But it felt like, a. it felt like, um, 
companion game. Kind yeah, of. like I wouldn't treat it as a full game, and it wasn't really treated that way, anyways. Yeah. But it was just a fun like jaunt through Gears again. Yeah, you know? it just had an itch to play. But right. Um, yeah, so this, I mean, this does everything above and beyond, uh, for the campaign, you have, uh, like open world levels where it's like you are free to explore and there's a bunch of like little side objectives you can do in some of the, the acts. Um, then it goes back to the original formula where it's just like, go through all these crazy environments, killing everything. Sweet. Um, so it does everything that Gears game should. And then some, yeah. Um, the new weapons are really cool. There's not a ton. I think there's. Maybe three or four new weapons. Okay. Um, which I'm fine with. It doesn't have to have a ton of new weapons. All the old weapons, I, uh, you know, minus a few, like one or two or whatever. But um, the the gameplay modes are the same. You have Horde. You have Versus. Um, and then there's a new mode called Escape, um, which Ooh. is you just go through this big, like, um, depending on the map anyways, like a maze-like structure. Uh, and you have, like, no ammo. You start with a pistol with, like, ten bullets. And as you kill enemies, you get... Uh, more ammo to get farther oh, through. Cool. So uh, it's kind of like a twist on Horde. Yeah. Uh, but Is it's it really... fun. Have you played that mode? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. That might be my favorite new mode. That's cool. Um, yeah. Because you just kill the enemies and take their guns and, um, you know, survive basically. <laughs> Bless you. That sounds like a grand old time. Grandis. Um, and yeah, same as Blair Witch. It's Game Pass. You get it regardless. Yeah, it's sitting on my console. Mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't played it at all. Yep. Um, Bless you. Oh, this is brutal, dude. <laughs> Almost there. Uh, the story's really, really good. Um, I would say it definitely feels like a mid um, game, like a like in the the next one. You like it sets up the next one. You know. Oh, okay. As far as content wise, it's a lot of good stuff, but it's also just like it feels like a reset. <laughs> they like okay. it feels like what Gears of War four should have been. Okay. Because it's a big middle point. It's like okay, we're gonna do all this and set you up for six. And I was like. Okay. Yeah. So so they're they're being pretty confident with the next steps here. Yes. It's funny because like I do feel like there was a lull in the gears, you know, franchise for a minute, mm-hmm. and it's cool to see it come back, you know, with a vengeance. Yeah, and people are loving it. It's got great reviews, and um, you know, if you're a fan of gears, I say go go I for love it. Love gears, dude. So good. Love it. I have great great memories of when the first gears came out. Mm-hmm. Most of us do, I think. That and Halo. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what that's what it was. I think. Well, was that around Halo Three? Yeah, the first Gears. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Gears <clears throat> came out first, and then it was Halo Three. Yeah, yeah. I remember playing them around uh, around a similar time. Mm-hmm. Man, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to play that. I I have still been on this horror kick. I I like I said, I beat Outbreak, Blair Witch. Uh, I said Outbreak again. Oh, Outlast. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking for a second, Outbreak. Yeah. Outlast, Blair Witch, Layers <laughs> mm-hmm. of Fear, and I've been, I'm like, I might pick up Resident Evil 2 again, but then these other games that are coming out. I saw I saw you got an achievement in a game that you were playing yesterday. Yeah. Deadfall Adventures yeah. with Quartamine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you played that before? Yeah. Uh, regrettably. Really? It's, yeah. Well, it's like... It's so silly, dude. Yeah, it's like a $5 Xbox game you find at like... Uncle yeah. Tony's basement. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> dude. I well, I finished Layers of Fear, and I was just like looking through all the games, and I was like, I don't know how much I want to get into right now because I think it was like it was like twelve thirty or one. Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh, I don't know. So I was going through, but I wanted to open something up. Yeah, 
So I've always looked at that one, and I think the the cover reminds me of Pitfall, and I, I have fond memories of Pitfall, like the old, yeah, really old, well, Pitfall. like uh, Super Nintendo actually. Oh, okay. So um, I I've always been like, oh, I wonder what that is. I didn't realize it was like an FPS, like I, yeah, you know. So it's kind of hard to tell because it seems like an Xbox Live arcade game, like on 360 when there were arcade games. Yeah. Um, but it's a full fledged like full release a retail release yeah um and i played i i don't know why i just got these urge to play these like b ranked games yeah. like like b rated or whatever um because i played marlo briggs which yeah, that's is sitting on my console too that's that's a game all right and then i i played deadfall adventures like hand in hand yeah. i played them back and forth Did you really? i don't know why i tortured myself because they're so like low tier well that's the thing like but there's something charming about that low tier as much as terrible as they are there's just a little bit of like something to it so we've talked about this before with army of two like Mm -hmm. that era of games now has a set of a bit of nostalgia to it Mm -hmm. it's this like kind of now like army of two was good but it it's a little dated and like i would say at the time it would it would be considered a higher tier game. Absolutely, but mm-hmm. I wonder if there was a time that Deadfall felt like a, like, oh, game's really fun. Like It could have been. Know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, I felt like Armia 2 was was definitely better. Yeah. Uh, but Deadfall, it, it's feeling like like the voice acting so goofy, mm-hmm. and like it's... It's, it's a, based off a book series from 1895, I want to say. Is it really? Yeah. The character, whatever his name is, Quartermain, yeah. um, he is the great-grandson of... The other Quartermain, yeah. uh, who was part of this 1885 book series of like adventures, really, yeah. So it's like based off of that loosely. Oh, you know? interesting. Uh, but that's like the only claim to fame it has. Yeah, I like I popped it on. I played it for like an hour, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna like, am I gonna keep playing that? I don't. I feel like those games don't even exist anymore. Those B ranked games, like yeah, you know how you have like AAA games and indie games. It's like, that's it. That's it. That's all there is now. It's like, you only have the wicked awesome games or the wicked awesome indie games. Yeah, you know? I know. It seems like there's, um, there's just such good selection. Yeah. You don't get much of that middle ground anymore. It's funny. I, I, I fight within myself because I have all those games. The completionist in me wants to beat these games that mm-hmm. I have sitting in my backlog. Mm-hmm. But then I open a game like that and I'm like, I have played games like this that are first-person shooters that have a much better story Mm -hmm. and voice acting, and it's the same thing. So am I really going to go through all these levels for hours, or should I just delete it? I know. It's like, why put ourselves through this if we've already experienced... Like, the point of playing games, ideally, is to have fun, is to sit there and, like, just have a great time. And you could see the value in these games. Sure. But we've done it like a hundred times That's over. That's the thing. Like, Why? I don't know. Like I'm playing this game. I'm like, I have played Black. I've played Gun. Oh, I've played like these. These are this game better. Yeah, they've already done better versions, uh, versions, and <laughs> <laughs> versions. And I've played like twenty of them. Uh, and that being said, I went through the game. It was like seven hours of my life. I'll never get back. Right. And, and like, is I that story? Why. Was there a big twist at the end that changed your life? Like, There's a it... twist, but it's not a good one. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was seriously nothing redeemable. All I remember is laughing at his name, Quartermain. Because yeah. they're always like, Quartermain. 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 That is Quartermain. the, yeah, the only thing I remember about that game. Yeah. it's I, Well, even the guns, like, I'm like, okay, obviously, like, you already know all the buttons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you I, can play it. It's like, so 
where where's that line? Because I I suffered through it. You still have a chance to not play it, <laughs> but it's hard because you started it already. So you're always I, gonna have those two achievements connected to a game. I if you know, look. yeah, that's that's tough. Once it's you the start curse. those achievements, that's I should have uh, I should have just never started it. Yep. But people actually go as far as to make nerf accounts so they could start games and uh, get achievements and see if they like really? it. Really? Yeah, they'll be like, I don't want these achievements on my account if it's not if I'm not gonna play it. Yeah, um, which is kind of smart, but I would never go through that. Like, I'd much rather sit through the game for eight hours. Than well, yeah, because then what if you start the game, you play it for two hours, you like it, then yeah. you have to go back and start it on your other profile to get I, those achievements? I guess the idea is you play it for like 10 minutes and then switch. Mm. Like, you have to make your decision. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I might just leave it on there. I, I did. There are certain things, like recently I kicked. I I don't really care about the Lego games. Like, I realized that recently. I know a lot of people really like them. But, I like them a lot. but so And I get that. Mm-hmm. I get why people enjoy them. But, but I think if you didn't grow up with them, there's not much. Well, it's not even about Legos. Like, I actually, I went to a Lego store recently. Mm-hmm. It's freaking boss. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I meant the games, not Legos, but the Lego game. Like, oh, I grew oh, up oh. playing the Star Wars, so, like, that's why I keep jumping on every yeah, other one. Yeah, so I get, like, that. that's cool, but they're all just the movies. Like, it's just the, the right. going through the movies. So mm-hmm. I was looking, I had like six of them on my console and I was like, I'm just going to kick all these off. Like, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go through and play. These. I think uh, some of them are definitely worth playing. Like the Lego Batman games are not based off the movies. Yeah. Um, so those are all by themselves. And as the, you get further on, uh, the Lego games start going their own direction. Really? Um, the Lego Marvel. No, there's Lego. Marvel superheroes. Yeah. And then there's Lego Marvel Avengers. Avengers that based one. off the movie. Yeah. And then superheroes is its own story. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, they all have their good qualities, but if you don't like them, you don't like them. You and know? yeah, I mean, it's not even that I, I like, they're fun. Like mm-hmm. I've played them with the kids and stuff like that, but I, I look at them and I'm like, oh, I'm probably not going to sit here and finish all of these. And then they have these stupid Xbox 360 games that I start. Sometimes I start and I'm like, oh, this is great. Like yep. I'll, I'll have a lot of fun with this, but mm-hmm. This one, I'm like, I it's don't just, know if I'm going to. Yeah, it's, it's hard because in your head, at least for me, I was like, oh, I'll crush you this in four hours. Done it a hundred times. It looks cheap and easy and quick. And I was like eight hours in. I'm like, why am I still like, here? What am I doing? <laughs> why? It's like I the get, further you get. Right. I definitely I mean, in the end, I got like 500 gamer score from it. I did like most of the single player stuff, but yeah. I was just like, <clears throat> yeah. You know, for, what? for nothing, for to cross it off my list and That's, be like, I did it, did it, yeah. which feels nice, but it it's feel nice. the game's got to be worth doing it for. Yeah. You know, and it's like, that's why we get such a big backlog because we play stupid games like that. Yeah. Cause we have stupid games. That's on what list. I think about sometimes. I'm like, if I go through and just delete every game that like, I probably don't care about. Mm-hmm. I might actually be able to play the games I want to play. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> you know? And, and, you know, I've been taking a step back from the backlog to play all these new games. Blair yeah. Witch, Gears of War, and, like, so I can kind of keep current but still work on everything in right. the past. So, um, you know, I've just been doing that. But, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's cool. I think uh, we'll call it there. Yeah, that's I cool think that you. was a good ending point. Solid, solid, solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We will... You should hear from us next week as well. I am going to be in Canada, but I think I should still be able to post an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and If not, uh, just send it my way. I can edit it. Okay. I've yeah. never done it audio-wise, but it's probably easy enough. Oh, God. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just um, sit there and... I don't have the transitions, though. I could get those to you. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Then you got to find Sonic music. Ah, that's easy. Oh, yeah. Eight minutes. I got, dude, I have 4,000 Sonic songs (laughs) ready, (laughs) lined up. I got to go eat some ice cream and blow my nose again. Speaking of ice cream and noses, did you know if you blow your nose enough, there's ice cream comes out?
But also, when is it the time to remember? If you think about it, are you remembering the moment that happened? Or has that moment already passed and it's remembering you? Do you think your brain is like, this was a good moment and I'll remember it? Or is it just like chemicals that are like, remember this color? And you're like, hooray, it's color. And so when you think about it, memories are just colors. So I leave you with this. Think about blue and I'll think about you. Papa Mint. Okay, you know what it is. I got a Papa Mint. They don't call me Papa Mint for nothing. Nobody calls you Papa Mint. I want to call myself Papa Mint. Dude, are you ready for this action? Yeah. It's supposed to get about to get wacky up out here. Woohoo! Y'all gonna make me lose my mind.